Rigmortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow! Yeah! And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Expressionless. So yeah, we're doing The Expressionless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to be able to keep that up. No, <laughs> the entire uh, episode, and I had to keep that high energy for the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, that, I burned all my energy. Maybe, doing we, that. maybe we do that for April Fool's episode. Oh god, like how we uh, how we Leviathan did uh, uh, pretended that we actually liked a uh, uh, a Jeff the Killer spinoff story. Nice. <laughs> I think actually, like halfway through, he's just like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, um, you wouldn't have to pretend because. I actually generally don't... Believe it or not, I don't like it. I don't like Jeff the Killer. Oh, sure. <laughs> or, or Lou... or like your or man homicide, crush. Or, 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 or homicidal Lou. His, because his brother... In, in the spinoff one was uh, his brother becomes a killer. Oh, okay. His killer... His, his, his killer. His brother wasn't killed in the, the initial attack. He actually just became hospitalized and then got a cool life. And then his brother killed his girlfriend, so he became a Batman character. We came back. I like, feel like we're getting sidetracked. We are. We are. <laughs> you brought this up. Expressionless. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. So expressionless um, is one I'm surprised we haven't done yet because it's a fairly it's it's been fairly popular out there for hmm. primarily because of the image that it uses in the store uh, as like kind of a um, its cover, I guess, or like its primary focus aside from the story itself. Either the inspiration for the story, connected image, because like, a lot of these creep bosses end up using an image to uh, emphasize the story. Um, yeah, it was brought up by one of our one of our friends, and I was like surprised that we hadn't done it, so we decided to do it. Um, so yeah, the expressionless um, starts off with like uh, basically just telling us the setting, um, nineteen seventy two uh, at Sinai or Cedar Sinai Hospital in California. Um, and this woman, um, who doesn't quite look human, um, comes to the door of the hospital, uh, with a cat jammed into her mouth, um, and bloodied, and then she spits out the cat and throws it away and then falls to the ground and then the emergency guys come in and grab her and put her, bring her into the hospital. Um, and we find out again how, just how uh, inhuman she is, is, that she's almost like a mannequin. Like, she doesn't have eyebrows, uh, and it looks like she has, like, just makeup, like, just put onto her face. Um, she, she has, like, an uncanny valley kind of look to her, and she's completely, like, her... She never has, like, emotes at all um, throughout any of it. And... Uh, it freaks out a lot of the staff of the hospital. Um, the nurse and the doctor, when they go to sedate her um, to get her ready for when the cops show up, because like she was just found with a cat jabbed into her mouth. Mm-hmm. That was wrong with this woman. Um, it takes like they have to like hold her down, and she ends up uh, looking over to the doctor, smiling, and then ripping his jugular out with her mouth uh, with giant needle-like teeth that should not physically be able to, like, fit in her mouth, but they do. 
Um, and just as he's dying there, like basically like just breathing in blood, um, she come, goes up to his ear after uh, he's like, what are you? And she whispers in his ear, I am God. And then she proceeds to just walk out of the hospital, killing everybody who tries to stop her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the nurse who was in the room at the time who survived the, the ordeal, uh, named her the expressionless. And she was never seen again. And that's the story. So, this one, like I said, is fairly popular from what I was able to gather. And from what I, like I've, I've known about it for a while, or for a couple of years, I've just never thought to put it on the show. And so, yeah, I've got some, th- but I've got some words to say. It was also turned into a short film, or at least there was uh, a short film was made based on of it um, by was it Black Box TV? You said? Yeah. Uh, Black Box TV, um, or totally sketched on YouTube. Uh, and we have some words about that one, too, because it's not entirely faithful, I think. We're like, because of, bud- uh, probably because of budget concerns. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't entirely, um, it wasn't the, uh, the keyhole short film we watched way back when, when we did the keyhole, which was mm-hmm. totally accurate. <laughs> and was there any sarcasm in that? No, no, actually it was quite entertaining. Oh, okay. but, um, it was, it was entertaining on a creepy level, but it was also entertaining on a weird hilarity level, like in one scene, like, yeah. but this one, um, sadly really wasn't that, but we'll get into our notes and thoughts on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check this, the expressionless out, um, at creepypasta.wiki. Uh, it's by Ivy, sir. Uh, I V Y S I R. Oh, I thought it was goose. I thought you were going to say it's by, uh, Ivy He's a Pokemon. No. Pokemon well, can buy creepypasta too if they want. No, because they don't exist. <laughs> You lie. <laughs> Hashtag fake <Okay>. news. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyhow, like I, um, based on the uh, the creepy like the photo that uh, that this this story is primarily known for, it is an unsettling image. Um, at least when I first saw it, I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> just like. Couldn't really want to keep looking at it. Um, and it's gotten that reaction from a couple of other people. Like, again, our friend that recommended this story was the same kind of thing. Like, he, he showed he, he showed us, the uh, or he reminded me of it, and then showed uh, you, Mikey, the photo. And then you're like, what is this? But, yeah, like, it, like I, his girlfriend didn't even want to look at it, like, as soon as I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. well, I got more of a uh, Twilight Zone vibe from it than, than a creepy. Than a creepy vibe. Well, I mean, Twilight Zone's kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's not that creepy. Eh, it's up to interpretation, I guess. Like, again, we've yeah. had on the show, like, where something I find creepy or other people find creepy, we don't, or we find creepy and other people don't. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Every person, that every person or cosmic being can be scared or not scared by whatever they, yeah. they want. Yeah, like, I mean, like, people have fears of clowns where other people think that clowns are not scary at all, and then... Yes. Yeah, it's just what triggers you. It's, yeah. Okay, so anyways, my thoughts on this thing. Um, so I'm going to start with a quote. She resembled something close to a mannequin, but had the dexterity and fluidity of a normal human being. Her face was flawless as a mannequin's, devoid of eyebrows, and smeared in makeup. So, were I to... This is not a real criticism of the story at all, but... Were I to, for some fan-crafted reason, combine this with other stories... 
we've uh, we've discussed to build a shared creepypasta world, mm-hmm. um, perhaps with a. Uh, a, div- uh, a monstrous division that stops other monsters. Of course. There would need to be um, some sort of police force. I might connect this story, or I might try to connect this story with uh, that of the mannequins, um, in which mannequins take over the world and start mutating into worse things than just mannequins. Mm-hmm. Or even three girls came into my ER last night, in which case three uh, not entirely human, almost mannequin or Barbie doll-esque humans came into the uh, the ER and, like, screeched, like, silently, but, like, terrorized uh, the this ER hospital and then walked in. How does one screech silently? Um, like, they, they opened their mouth, like, wide, like, to scream, but nothing came out. It was just, like, this weird, like, signal came out of it. Oh, okay. Um, and, again, they were kind of like mannequins or, like, Barbie dolls. Like, they didn't have any genitalia or even a butt. Uh, or a butthole. <laughs> um, and were just basically, like, again, like... Barbie dolls, mm-hmm. um, but they were flesh and human. Um, and then with the mannequin thing, like the mannequins in the mannequins, um, it's kind of a, like a, a weird supernatural. Like instead of like the robot rev- uh, robot um, uprising, it's literally the mannequin uprising because something has either something has always been in mannequins or something has recently come into mannequins to make them animated. But then it's more than that; they start mutating to imitate humans and start like. Eventually, like, in the apocalypse that happens, because the story just goes full-on, like, Skynet, like, taking over and some of that, um, the mannequins are no longer discernible to be just mannequins. They're now, like, trying to imitate humans and become, are basically kind of, like, almost like mutated flesh golems. Um, so I'd, I'd almost, I could almost see, like, connecting, like, these three stories together, because they all have kind of similarities. I'm not saying they were, like, connected at all, but, or, like, like, there was no, like, inspiration or anything like that, because I have no idea. But just us reading stories and some of that, and my mind being that of a fan creating like combination thing, I could definitely see myself trying to combine those to, if I wanted to make a collaborative like overworld kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, to kind of like this like being the pre like just another variant or like prelude to the to the mannequin apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that's my note on that. Um. And then we have this, uh, the, so like the, the image for this one is fairly iconic, but this is apparently the other iconic part of the story. She leaned closer and whispered in his ear, I am God. And it's iconic, it seems anyway, at least, or it's, it's brought up, um, because in the comments for this one, at least, there's a lot of people that disliked it as part of the story, um, and I'm actually going to propose this to you guys. Like, why do you think like having that in your in your story? Why do you think people had issue had issue with it? Like, I've I've heard it, uh, like variations of it in stories before. Like, a band of my Disney um, had a a signet, kind of a uh, not a zinger, but like had had like a uh, like a message in the wall, like of this abandoned park. Um, said abandoned by uh like abandoned by disney abandoned by god or something like that um kind of like uh, but that one was more um like uh, basically the creation was abandoned by its creator kind of yeah that's angle. not associating the yeah. creature to god yeah but um and and this, the the whole i am god um line is actually you can find it um in uh, a movie called malice where a doctor gets a god complex, like he's a surgeon who's really good at his job, and even and he gets, has a, a god complex over like he can do no wrong, like mm-hmm. he's infallible. Um, 
And so I feel like maybe like maybe it stems from that and like a lot of people have like imitated that line or like taken that line and copied and pasted it into their stories and stuff. So I'm just not sure like is are people pissed off or like angry or like have issue with it in this story or in other ones because it's just a tired trope or people have a problem with it for the same reason that you generally don't talk religion or politics with your mm-hmm. friends because different people have different ideals and um someone who's associating the god that they worship to what this person is saying they're saying that their god is this weird creature which it isn't so they have a problem with that yeah essentially hmm. yeah like it seemed it's like clear. some of the comments well, I guess, yeah <laughs> it seemed like some of the comments were like um it's like having god or like na- or name dropping or like putting like i am god in your story doesn't make your creep boss scary kind of thing um, that's not the scary part. Yeah, I know, but that was the thing, that was some of the comments people were having with it, was that it was like... People will complain, just... I know, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm just, that's why I'm proposing, uh, well, I'm, I'm asking you guys, like, what are your, what are your opinions on I'll say this, if they put a single, singular letter in that line, it probably would have stopped all those people complaining, and it's just the letter A. Say, I am a god. Yep. If she said yeah. that, then no one would complain, because you're not... When you just say God, you're associating it with, like, God, like, God, God, the God, you yeah, know? Yeah, obviously, yeah. But if you say a God, it could just be what, a God. God of whatever, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, when, it's like when people ask you if you're a God, you say yes! Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Mike, you have nothing else to, you have nothing to input on that? Well, the issue with that sentence is really the dot, dot, dots. Because the dot, dot, dots can have words. (laughs) So, if you add more words into those spots where there's dot, dot, dots, because it's broken speak. This man is also dying. He does not have a lot of time to listen to a monologue from a creature that just ripped his throat at yeah, also, I think, like, I, I was, again, like, I just figured the ellipses were, um, like, pauses for, pauses for effect. Like, yeah, that's I 100% what they are. Am God. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like, not like, I, I, I can't, I, I also cannot figure, figure a word for I between, between I and am. Shit. <laughs> I totally am not a god. There you go. See, would that make it better in your eyes then? If if she said that? If she said instead of I am God, I am totally not a god. (laughs) Or sorry, I totally am not a god. There you go. Well, uh, maybe. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Well, you could also have, like, it really messed up where because of the dot dot dots like uh, AM is part of another word and another word that begins with I like iodide something something Godzilla <laughs> oh okay that makes it I think that make it less creepy and more confusing yeah <laughs> Well, I guess in this, like, what would you, yeah, so, like, what would you put into that, her response, like? Uh, the, what would be your one-liner to the dude you just to kind of, what, your, Yeah, what would be your creepy of. one-liner? Like, for this revelation. 
I'll have what she's having. <laughs> I said creepy, not confusing. Oh, right. Damn. I am dog. And then she turns into a dog and walks away. Well, she ate a cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, Which lends itself to the more she's crazy aspect. Yeah. Or a shape-shifting <laughs> druid. <laughs> she's literally just a shape-shifting supernatural entity. Yeah. It's like, clearly there is, she is not entirely human. No. Um, yeah, um... Okay. Because <laughs> that's what I expected from that, I guess. I mean, uh, that's a serious question. You're going to get a dumb answer. <laughs> on this show, uh, going back to the photo, uh, the story, again, I'm not sure if the story is, like, if the person, like, made the image and made the story, like, to fit the story, or if the story is based on the image, or, like, a wraparound thing. I'm gonna work off the 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 story is probably a uh, like works to like fill in the details of what the of what the photo is. Um, How does one like just find a creepy image like that? On I the mean, sometimes it, it could be something that they found, or it could be something they made. Um, yeah. uh, and the story, from my for, just from my opinion on it, um, like works to like further to explain the the story around that image, like what's going on, because. When you see it, like, it's two people holding down basically a dummy, or, like, a, a medical dummy that looks yeah. a little bit too human, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, though it does, the story itself does fall under that issue of dropping down some cool, creepy details, and then just walking away. Um, mm-hmm. Leaving with a, and they were never seen again ending. And it's not just in creepypastas. Like, this is kind of like... Um, Campfire Stories 101, like, mm-hmm. like, it's like, and the monster, and the killer was me, or, like, kind of thing, like, where they just, like, do, like, a big end thing, like, kind of, like, a big, like, kind of a theatrical thing, but it doesn't make any sense. Do you have a problem with that? I kind of did for this story's ending. But here's the thing, originally, when you're, you were describing creepypastas to me, yeah. you're saying they that they're, camp- like, campfire stories. And then this one that is later like a campfire story, you don't like. Okay, no. Okay, so <laughs> okay, okay, my okay. my explanation with that is like sometimes it's done really well. This one, I don't know. The ending just kind of bothered me. Like, and I'll get into that right now. Actually, I guess because that's my next note. So with the with the final quote of the story, there was the, it's like there. Also, I think uh, that's either a typo on my end or a typo on their end. There was never. Oh no, that's not a typo. There was never a sighting of her again. So my first, like, like as I finished the story and finished reading that, I was like, all right, well, I, I guess we don't have to worry then. Like, I feel this was trying to give us a creepy zinger, like, again, like, the, but the and the killer was me, or, like, have somebody in the crowd and then, like, have them pop up. It's like, and the killer was me, like, for the theatric angle in a campfire story, um, as I reference the, the campfire story from... Club Dread. <laughs> um, but with this one, the ending, like, as soon as I read it, I was, it was kind of had an inkling of anticlimax to the threat of this weird entity. Cause it's just like, oh, okay. <clears throat> That's over. We're never no, seeing this creature again. That's the that thing. Was, that was weird. You're seeing it the wrong way. You're seeing it the way that the creature wants you to see it, to put you in a false sense of security. Yes, the creature was never seen again, but that means it's still out there. Oh. oh, actually, I do actually have Wait. that comment because my my one thing would be to um, 
perhaps intent. Uh, uh, okay, so my other, my next note under that, sorry, was perhaps the whole like that ending was kind of intentional to end to be a commentary on creepy story endings, like just like and like anticlimax. Skyline, it's like no, no, they were never seen again. Woo! Or um, if it is supposed to be the way it was, maybe go look, have like one, two sentences or two words more, and just have or have ellipses officially anyway. So, like, there was never any sighting, or there was never a sighting of her again, dot, 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 officially anyway, dot, dot, dot. Like, again, like you proposed, like, where that, apparently, like, I'm not thinking about it from a right angle, where it's like, it was never seen again, but that's just that because nobody's, no, because basically, like, uh, dead men tell no tale. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Like, she she decided, it's like, all right, well, I went to a hospital, and uh, that didn't work out very well. I guess I'm just going to... Stay in the DL for a little while. Yeah, go in the DL, kill some people, and, like, make sure there's no witnesses. <laughs> what would be a little bit creepier is if, um, if at the start of the story, for somehow, I don't know how you'd work it in, you, um, you drop a date that the story's being put on, like, put... Halloween or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's too kind of too easy though. But either way, put a specific date, and then put it at the end that that date is actually like was thirty years ago today. Okay. So it could be like like the monster goes around on a cycle. Yeah. Um, every few years, going out to hunt. Also, like the ending is like I'm writing this story because. Um, or it's like, I, 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 this is what I found out about like from my, from, from my, that nurse was my grandmother or like most my, was my aunt. And the reason I've been typing this story is cause I'm looking out my window right now and I see a woman, uh, like the silhouette of a woman, uh, down on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. like staring at my house. Yeah. Like that would be kind of cool. Um, that's also kind of a trope for creep bosses, but I mean, it's, it's, tr- it's a trope for a reason though, because yeah, it's actually, it's a creepy. well-used creepy. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. It's like, um. Dear Guy was actually, the ending for that one was actually kind of effect, or was kind of cool, even though it could have gotten a little bit further, was because, like, the reason why the guy was writing about this creature he encountered in, like, the woods of Michigan was because um, he was starting to see the shadows of the, that he saw as a kid out of his window mm-hmm. um, of the thing. So, yeah, no, like, um, yeah, just the ending, I don't know, like, again, maybe because I just, I didn't, t- I didn't see it, th- I didn't read it the right way. Or from the right angle, um, but it just seemed like kind of an anticlimax. It's like okay, well, yeah. but I do like the idea of like it's just like because the reason why it, it's just never been seen again is because it leaves no witnesses now. Mm-hmm. It's learned not to go into public, <laughs> into public uh, centers. Yep. Like um, for all we know in the story, that monster could have went to the hospital and killed those people because someone wrote some tiny article about it earlier. Like, this isn't potentially the first sighting. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, you're going to try to make me um, more in the public eye, eh? Well, I'll show you. Yeah. And it starts killing people. It's like, okay, let's just not write about it anymore and yeah, let's just have the SNCF deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> or insert supernatural uh, like group, because there's, like, even in creep pastas and on the internet, there's, like, a bunch of, like, little like supernatural secret services, like okay. SCP, yeah. there's... Um, no, I can't. Now I'm trying to think of it. The one from Seed Eater, that uh, that weather one, that that weather men in black. Oh yeah, um, I can't remember it. It's Maelstrom, I think. Probably something Maelstrom. Seems about right. Yeah, or Majestic Twelve, or MIB. Like like yeah, any of those guys are like dealing with that stuff now. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my notes on the story um, itself. I 
I, I, I remember reading this like once or twice before and being like kind of creeped out by it. Reading it now, it's still kind of creepy. It's just that ending like threw me off again. Like, again, mm-hmm. looking at it more critically. So, uh, but Mikey, he stands with Alright. So, we'll, sorry, I guess we'll go into the, we'll do the short film after we do our notes on the story. We've talked enough. So, <laughs> continuing on with the, the ending, since it's fresh in my mind, what if the female doctor who survived the instant was the creature? Can you explain? Like, she killed everyone in the hospital, and then, oh god, I'm the only, it, it went that way, officer! Or when the other when the other officer showed up, <laughs> she was a freaking Catwoman from Dark Knight or whatever. <laughs> Beats everyone up, and then the cops come in. She's like, "Eh, I hurt me." He went that way. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, the thing is, like, if she like she'd have to like so like does she change her like form to be more human or like maybe because she she went in to basically harvest more material to become more human mm-hmm. when she went into the hospital. So like by the time like. A new, a new wave of emergency officers came in. Uh, she already she'd be able to basically assume a perfect human form. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could have been a little bit more explained. The way you talk about this creature seems like they look way less human than. Have you seen? You saw the image? Yeah, I know, but like the whole thing is they're very emotionless. So if you just all she has to do is put a bunch of emotion into her face and she look human. Potentially weird, yeah, but still would look human. I mean, I don't that's know. what I'm saying. Like she could totally pull a Catwoman and just perhaps I don't know. It seemed like the um... and she is in a hospital, so I mean, people that have diseases are in hospitals. That's true, and she could have also like wrapped herself in some bandages. Like that, I don't like, think this monster's that smart, though. It seems very primal. I just I'm pretty, gonna kill you. It's pretty intelligent. I mean. It's no, per- it's not. Man, I don't know. I think you're giving it a little under too, too little credit. No, but, I think you're giving it too much credit. <laughs> all right, well, okay, good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't buy that 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 and character. The reason it was creatures. never seen again is because it melded into society. Hmm. So now it's killing. So now it's just an expressionless, or like a like basically a. Completely tone like calm, calm and like composed person that kills people. No, a totally normal looking person is what he's getting. Yeah, at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just someone out there that's a murderer. Now, which yeah. makes it a lot less creepy and more real. Except that she's still killing the way she does, where it's like, or it's just like because she has like all those like sharp teeth suddenly. I, I also wonder. Yeah, if, it's like, just the, a Steffi situation where it yeah, looks okay. normal, and then all of a sudden I'm going to murder you. Oh, I'm a monster! I, also, ah, I got you. I also kind of wonder if, because like when I when I saw the when I read the part with the, the sharp teeth coming out, um, I almost wonder if that that those grow like instantaneously as she goes to bite somebody, because like it's like those teeth were too huge for her mouth. It didn't say closed. that. Yeah, it did. It said like yeah. like you couldn't it couldn't close uh, it shouldn't be able to close the, uh, her her yeah. mouth with it, right? Yeah, that that's my next quote. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, you're welcome for the segue. <laughs> right. Segways are annoying and slow. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So, so the quote is: "In the human's mouth were not human teeth, but long, sharp spikes." Too long for her mouth to close fully without causing any damage. Yeah. Which means that they're all interlaced 
pokey teeth. So just the fact that they're touching each other would cause damage. Yeah. So they'd have to, like, just, like, grow out like that or something like that, like, instantaneously when she goes to open her mouth to do, a bite, to do like, the biting attack or whatever. Otherwise, she's going to look like... She's not going to look just look expressionless. She's going to look like Baraka <laughs> from... Uh, or, like, a Tarkata from... Or Tarkatan? Yeah. From, uh, from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. Or, for, or like, Melina from... <laughs> Who is Tarkatan? Yeah, well, yeah, but she's, like, a, like... Yeah, like, it's not going to be expressionless. There's, there's an expression there. It's... Uh. <laughs> no, but she has, like, well, depending on the different iterations of Melina, but either way, yeah. um, the expressionless person has lips that cover them, so they're covered most of the time. So who says that when she's in her expressionless face with her mouth closed, who says that her teeth aren't gouging into each other? Or, yeah, there is that way of, like, actually, like, they're, they're permanently there all the time, or she appears expressionless, but, like, perfectly human in proportion on her face... Um, and then when she opens her mouth, it, it's kind of like the Resident Evil thing, or like uh, where like something just grows, like jagged teeth grow as she like opens her mouth. I'll say this because it's not attack. mentioned. It's, it's probably it, not. Yeah. Well, that's that's again like that's a thing with like the, the story is like a lot of the, there's a little bit of assumption to it. But something like that, it's a descriptor that the person would have seen and would have very much taken note of if their mouth opened and then all of a sudden teeth grew. Like, that's... Unless it's instantaneous. Like, as she opens her mouth, the teeth are, like, grow up. Again, I'm just proposing a, like, an option, like, for, um, for, like, a detail that's there. Like, on how, how her biology works. It could be the fact that, like, her teeth were always, like, that large and just been, like, again, like, her mouth has been set up so that she can put them in, like, little slots on her gum, like, opposing gums. I know she's just having overbite and shink. Or that, yeah, that works too. Or an underbite, she yeah, that way. Because it's it's a monster or whatever. Yeah, sorry, we're still on your idea or your uh, your spot. <sighs> it's what we do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> at that point, because I'm still on the quote, yeah. I've gotten into my notes on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who interrupted you first? Was it him or, or me? Hmm? Who interrupted your your quote first, him or me? Uh, technically, him was starting into it. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> so. The whole teeth being too big for the mouth, uh, to me, it seemed really odd. Like, because at that point, that's the first time she's opened her mouth. So I envision that she couldn't open her mouth all the way because her teeth are stopping her from opening her mouth. Because, because they don't they're fit. Because sh- they're so, like, stabby-stabby together. And such, yes. So it... Uh, when I was like, okay, so she can't open her mouth, how is she biting people? <laughs> well, no, she opened her mouth when she got there because she had a cat in her mouth. And then she's like, Pleh, spits a cat out and then falls down. Yeah, but you think they would have noticed the teeth then. Yeah, like if she's unconscious, just kind of like, oh, okay, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, well, the uh, the medical staff here aren't exactly the smartest. That's the thing. And also, sort of in this section... Uh, she smiles. Smiling is technically an expression. Okay. <laughs> she smiles, but I don't know. When I read that, I honestly just thought like it was more like a kind of a grin, like that, yeah. like, a, like a smile an expression. Was, yeah, no. And and when as soon as she does, well, because as soon as she does that, you know shit's gonna happen. Like shit's gonna go down. But the fact that she has an expression and she's an expressionless, no, yeah, because she's expressionless for every other time except for that one time. And when she's about to kill somebody, that's when she has an expression. 
The only times that she feels any sort of emotion is when she's about to kill, right? Or when when something she's done is about to kill someone, because she didn't actually coup de gras him at all. Yeah, she did. She literally ripped out his jugular. <laughs> ripped out his jugular, leaned down, said, I am God, then got up and moved on. As she died. He died right there. <laughs> no, I'm saying he... Do you understand what coup de gras means? It's when you finish something up. She didn't. Pretty she sure did. she did. <laughs> okay, listen. I mean it in the fact of, okay, this would be a coup de gras, okay? Rip throat out, lean down, I am God, and then decapitate him. That's a coup that de gras. That is not just, No, a coup de gras is when you finish somebody off. Like, she, she finished him off. I'm like, ripped out his jugular. He's on the ground. It's like, well, you're not getting up again. She didn't do anything extra to finish him off immediately. Okay, well. Mm-hmm. A coup de gras is like, okay, I'm doing something now to kill you now. Yep. Wait, did they even mention that? Like, they don't. They don't he bled to death. Yeah, he bled to death. Yes, she didn't do any. Th- okay, she caused him to bleed to death, but after that, went down, taunted him, and left. If yeah. she did something after taunting him to kill him immediately, that is a coup de gras. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did was, did I actually uh, say coup de gras when I? One of you said coup de gras, so I explained what coup de gras is. Okay. That's all it is. That simple flow of conversation. I, I just don't understand. What? Okay. Is your short-term memory just like... Apparently. Up right now? Apparently it is. <laughs> like, the whole... Okay, fine. Then I didn't mean to say coup de gras if I was the one that said it. I meant, like, she kills the guy. Like, she rips out his jugular, taunts him, and then just walks away. Like, and lets him bleed out right there. Like, he dies. Like, before she even leaves the room. Yeah. I don't even know. That's what we're up to about. debate because I mean, the, the guards are <laughs> they, they in the hallway? Because if she takes them out in the hallway, then technically she's left the room. Oh my god, <laughs> semantics! <laughs> about it's true. What was your original point? Yeah, what was that? That's what I was trying to get at. Like, what was, what was your comment on this that we had that we got here? <laughs> what got us here? Was, was this about the teeth? Right? Still? Yeah, this is still about the teeth. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Or the it's the smiling. Oh, the, oh, the smile because yeah. she smiled. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, because yeah, she. Okay, <laughs> that's that's where it fucking came from. Fuck, I have the fucking memory of a goldfish. A little bit. Um, so the te- or apparently I can just have bad memory. Fuck off. <laughs> I still haven't checked that out. Um, so the uh, so yeah, like she smiles. Basically, she shows a she's expressionless form. 99% of the time, except when she's about to go in for the kill. Alright. <laughs> yes, the only time that she is happy temporarily is when she takes someone's life. Yeah. So then it should be the mostly expressionless. Mostly. Mostly. Mm-hmm. It's mostly expressionless, comma, mostly. That's the name of the character. Yes. It is in my head. Honestly, now, I think the expressionless <laughs> is fine as the title even now, because... She's expressionless for the majority of her existence. Yes, I agree. Okay. I was being critically silly. You I see? know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'm holding the rest of this off for final... Recommendations. Recommendations and uh, the video stuff, so... On to me? Yep. Let's see what I can say that hasn't already been said. Alrighty then. So, the first notes I made were on the picture... Mm-hmm. And um, as you like to do, as I do, that's a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if I find it as creepy as I should. Yeah, it's... Um, like, when was this creepypasta put on the internet? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I think I it's 2012. It doesn't say. It Actually, doesn't. if you look in the history, um, uh, when Ivysir, uh, posted on the creepypasta on wiki, I think it was 2012. Unfortunately, I cannot look that up, though. Oh, no, I can, because I have a Wi-Fi. There's no comments here. Weird. Okay, um, either way. Also, I like how that's the first thing that comes up when I type in the expression. I don't even get the expression list. I type in the expression, and she's instantly there. Mm-hmm. I could also just put in, like, <laughs> timestamp here. June 2012. Okay. Because I did that, actually, the last one. I did, like, because I kept calling it the Pentagast uh, machine from uh, Lovecraft, and I just, like, typed it. I just, like, I just went, jumped onto the record. It's like, Tillingast machine. <laughs> and then I just did Tillingast machine. It's <laughs> like the Pentagast machine or whatever. Tillingast machine. <laughs> wow. So it's good. So, is, does it sound super edited? Or is oh, yeah. It? No, it's, it's like Tillingast. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I think it's the Tillingast machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing about the whole Tillingast machine? I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah, that, that'll just be the insert stamp here. 2012. Okay, so that time, I, I think it's 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. Is when it came out. Because like, it's, it's been around for at least the last five, six years. Yeah. Because yeah. I do remember, like, checking, seeing that image more, like, uh, around the same time as, like, when I started, like, looking up Slenderman stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Or when we started the sh- at least, before, like, when we started the show. Because it was one of those creepbusses that I'd look at, or that I'd seen, like, before we started the show. So, like, three years ago. Okay, well, either way. Um... If this creepypasta was put out there in 1972, it would be fucking horrifying. Oh, yeah. But it's but, weird. Like, the way that days are now, it's kind of a little less creepy when this is an actual person. Yeah. That's an actual person. Oh, yeah. The uh, Barbie human. Yes. And, um... Well, again, like, the story... Like, the image this is an actual so- person? Yep, yep. That's another actual person. Oh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yes. So, like, <laughs> the lengths that some people go with plastic surgery, yeah, it I mean, doesn't look as creepy nowadays, unfortunately. Or you have to go into the super extremes. Also, I think we can all agree the uh, the image itself is like likely just a uh, like a medical do- a medical dummy that they were like the images of like them like holding it down and so that like or it's photoshopped. Whole, yeah, or it could be. Well, and then they obviously some maybe somebody either photoshopped. The, the image um, or something like that, but I think the uh, the, the 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 creepiness from the, the image is the fact that of the uncanny valley element, mm-hmm. um, that being like a mannequin that looks a little too human or just like it's trying to be human um, enough that it, it it you we always are gonna we're always gonna sense it's wrong like it's yeah. not human like it happens a lot in CGI it happens a lot with like um, with puppets and man- mannequins and stuff like that when they try to make something as human as possible, but they're never going to quite get human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even video games are like that oh, yeah. when the graphics are really good, but you know it's not real, so like, it's still... All those mocap ones are the ones that are like um, uh, Last of Us, um, or like those ones that are like completely, are basically just mocap story, or mocap the game, where mm-hmm. um, like they actually have, act, like where, when they actually have like actual actors... Like that they model the faces off of, like that one with Ellen Page and um, uh, wow, I cannot remember his name, the Defre- Defro or something, Defoe, yeah. William Defoe, mm-hmm. um, in um, Beyond Two Souls or 
Two Souls or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, that one where like it's straight up those actors yeah. just in mocap and they've they've used their faces yeah. and like it looks like them, but it doesn't look like them. <laughs> it looks like pla- like not. It, it doesn't even look like it's plastic versions of them. It just looks. Not them, but it is supposed to be them. There's just something, There's something about wrong. it. You know, it's not actually it's, them. Yeah. yeah, our technology is not at the point where we can fully like replicate um, human faces. We're almost there, though. We're getting honestly, there, like... but I mean, and again, like, but when it, and when it's even more so when you're like when it's a photo or when it's a, a mannequin, because mm-hmm. like some mannequin store, uh, some mannequin, uh, mannequin technology or like yeah. um, like modeling like the faces of that. Like I have to think that sometimes they don't make them perfectly human because for a reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, that's like, supposed to be. It's yeah. supposed to be a rough. Like it's supposed to just match the the clothing or whatever they're supposed to be dressed in. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, with this thing, um, like this was clearly supposed to be some kind of dummy, and like they weren't putting that into account. However, they put enough effort into it to it looking human that it has that uncanny valley element. Yeah, I think that's really where the creepiness comes from, or the unnervingness comes from. What do you find more creepy, a human that looks a lot like a dummy, or a dummy that is actually able to move and attack you? Oh, that is. Because I okay, so you sh- you showed us two examples. However, I have one that is by far creepier than any of that, only because I wasn't sure if I was looking at a mannequin or an actual human being. Mm-hmm. Because her face looked plastic enough yeah. that, or like uh, that, I couldn't tell, and it was like a cosplayer of. Uh, but like, I was like, is that a statue or is that a human being? <laughs> um, is that just because of makeup, or I think it was just because of makeup. Yeah, but. Yeah, like, that kind of thing, like, so, but however, it would also be terrifying if a mannequin that was a lot less human, or like a, or like a, a dummy, like a... Like you could see the joints and Yeah, if you could see the joints that are just, like, like, walking, like, toward me, like, I don't know if I would, I, I'd probably either freeze or flight. <laughs> like, I'd probably either, like, uh, or beep, beep, doof. Yeah, depending <laughs> like, on your, how your sand roll goes. Exactly, or, yeah. yeah. Um, because also, I just find, uh, mannequins disturbing sometimes <laughs> there's a lot um, of people that do yeah and that's the other thing like there there is a very real phobia of mannequins there's a very like just as there's an actual very real phobia of clowns yeah. or mascots or anything basically like so yeah like this story this 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 image may not terrorize or may not uh creep out some people um as thoroughly as other people Mm-hmm. So, regardless, there's still some creepy aspect to it. Oh yeah, I doubt anyone's gonna look at it and go, "This is not unsettling in the slightest." Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's still that weirdness. Yeah, yeah, and even our friend when he like he, when he told you because he you, you found out about it I think for the first time last weekend when we yeah when he told us that, and he was like, um, "The image itself isn't entirely creepy; it's the story around it." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we'll get into that in our. Final notes, um, mm-hmm. or final thoughts. Um, so, going back to your original idea, or your original um, thought on this. Uh, so, what is your, like, so you didn't find it as creepy as you should have? Let, well, it's just like what I just said. It's creepy, but it's not extremely creepy because mm-hmm. of the advances in plastic surgery nowadays. Because you basically did been desensitized. Kind of, yeah. Because, like, obviously, this story was not written in 1972. No. Um, This, the maybe, maybe the reason why we haven't said it in 1972 is when that photo, uh, like, maybe the Ivy Sir, maybe they, they, when they found the image, there was, like, a a date to that image. 
So maybe that's where they set why they set it in 1972 in uh, Cedar Sinai. Hmm. Um, which I honestly I didn't realize was an American hospital until I actually Googled it. <laughs> that's actually my next point: the fact that it's in California. It, it's in right next to Anaheim, which is like Disneyland. <laughs> so, sorry, I'll let you continue, and then I'll go to my. Oh, I'm just literally place. saying like it's slightly spelled wrong. Oh, really? It is actually it's okay. Cedars Dash Sinai. That's okay. that's the only type on the entire thing. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, I'm story talk. Yeah, I'm over. Yeah. And this is the beginning um, of the story too. I, uh, sorry, I just I also just realized because I did like note that like when I Google mapped it, it was uh, Cedar Sinai is in near, right next to Antner near Anaheim, uh, California, which is where Disneyland is. And I and just realized, oh my god, what if? Well, that's because Disney owns yeah, Duck Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. Um, what if this creature is? Uh, from like it's a small world after all, or like is like basically a ride attraction gone rogue, <laughs> and thus we have another Disney esque creepypasta connection. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I could totally see that because of the mannequin. Kind of like uh, that, the the one story we got from uh, from a fan who uh, made a, a Disney creepypasta based on mm-hmm. some ideas we had or some suggestions we had had. <laughs> On the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're basically one of the attractions, the tr- <laughs> an, a, an attraction called, uh, I think it was like ca- or Taxi with the Celebrities or something like that. It had a bunch of basically ma- uh, animatronics of B-list um, actors mm-hmm. uh, and celebs. Um, uh, and it was in like, the, but they, the, the thing, they didn't do well, for, so they moved it to the warehouse behind the, the, the park. And when the security guard goes in, he gets attacked by one of the... Uh, Animatronics, and you're not sure if it was an animatronic that con rogue, or if it was somebody suddenly just like dressed in that, in in like one of the uh, costumes or whatever, or if it's that actual celebrity getting back at the. I'm pretty market. sure it wasn't because it was Drew Carey. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, what if this is like supposed to be some kind of like animatronic from like again, the refuse pile of Disney rides? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally back in see the seventies, yeah. Somehow got possessed and it knows it has to feed on flesh to become real. Yeah. And the reason it doesn't look human is because it's been just been oh, eating God, cats this, and such. It's got this like twisted like Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pinocchio thought process where mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna be a real boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, that's that's my, whatever. <laughs> um, They're probably interchangeable a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't go. Wow, that's not Pinocchio's voice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. No. So it just adds another element to the whole. To, to, again, like this story, I feel like it's short. There's not a lot of detail. There, there's some details, but not a lot of them. However, I like the idea of the story being existing the way it is because it it is open to audience interpretation. Like, look how much like look, like we've come up with a couple of little theory, like little fan theories on what's mm-hmm. going on with the story. It'd just be kind of fun to know what's actually going on. Though. So <laughs> they, uh, that's a detriment to it being a short story, though. That, a short short also, story. The problem is um, that you keep. You keep you, uh, I've actually real. Uh, I realized earlier this week, um, like that, or uh, kind of a counter to your like, it has to have details and some of that. That's kind of the element of what makes a creepypasta or like scary stories scary is that you don't have all the information. I'm not asking for all the information. I, I agree. When you if you have all the information, then you know everything about it. You know its diet. You know its favorite color. Yeah. You know it's it's less scary because you're. Your understanding of it is increasing. Yeah. You need some element of mystery to it, but when there's too much, then you know absolutely nothing. You just know it's... I'm not saying that this is one of those situations, but yeah. there's some situations where there's not enough. There's there's always a happy medium, right? I suppose. 
Um, and the happy medium, I think, in this story would be if there was um, a reason that this story is being put out there. Saying, like, it's come yeah, back it, yeah. or something, you know, and you know, it's attacked again, and it's done this. It needs something more. Yeah, and even me trying to, like, like I, I do have to agree, like, by the end of the story, I was kind of, like, again, anti-climax left with that. Is like, yeah. well, okay, I guess it's a good thing she was never seen again, because mm-hmm. that was a creepy thing that just happened in 1972. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, the last thing I... The only other note I made is just, I was thinking ahead when she showed up with the cat in her mouth. I'm like, okay, this monster showed up in this hospital with a cat in their mouth. Uh, I wonder if there's a reason behind this. Like, what is the reason that this monster came to this hospital? It's never really explained. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, legit, yeah. <laughs> if I can explain <laughs> well, this, I am Doug. How is that a reason to kill all these people? Just to tell one guy that she's a dog. Or, she's, uh, it's actually, uh, should have been, uh, completely reversed. Dogma Eye. Oh, so it's Yoda as a dog. <laughs> Except it's even more weird, because. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <sighs> yep. But yeah, essentially, it's just, there's not enough information in the story for my thought process to be like, okay, I hope there's a reason for her to be here. No, the reason for her to be here is it's creepy. Well, actually, to the point of, like, why we don't have an explanation as to why she showed up there is because we, because that's part of the creepy element, like, that you're left to wonder. Um, and, I mean, not everybody's going to like that, I, that, that way of presenting a creepy story, but that's how sometimes you present a creepy story. Is to, and on how you make something creepy is that you don't have all the answers right off the get go. Like, you don't know exactly. Like, again, monster, not all monsters are like we don't know. We can't know the think the thought process of this monster. Yeah, and we maybe never will. I just double checked at the end. It does say that um, his last sight, his last ever sight, would be watching her feast on them one by one. Yeah. So she's literally eating them. Or drinking their blood, she's or, some sort of vampire. Yeah, doing the same or... thing that she did to him, which, is... <laughs> which we'll get into the movie because the movie does that kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, but we'll get into that because I have a, some words about that. And actually, my last uh, thought on I had on the story is like I kind of brushed on it earlier. The process that the uh, uh, hospital staff and the security use this wouldn't have escalated the way that it did because oh. like. If there's a patient that's out of control, they usually don't just have doctors and nurses holding them down. They literally call in security. Like, they call in buff dudes to hold them down. Yeah. And if it's someone that's crazy enough, there's, like, four or six people holding them down. Yeah, not just two. Yeah. And two, as soon as this thing grew teeth, there would be security guards there with guns on them. And as soon as this thing murdered someone, there would be security guards there shooting bullets into it. I would think. <laughs> you would think. Also, you're thinking more of a modern. You might. Well, actually, that, that probably wouldn't happen in a modern hospital. But because uh, you know, like this is set in '72, so like maybe it was a little uh, less, um, a little bit more lax in hospital. Yeah. I, I, although even that, I would expect them to have some giant brawny guys to hold down some of the more difficult patients. Yeah. That's less. That's more of an asylum. Th- uh, like that's more of a. Mm-hmm penitentiary asylum kind of um, staff 
situation, but regardless, this is or like normal hospital situation. Like I don't know how it is nowadays in uh, America for security guards and hospitals, but I'm I gotta say in the seventies at least they had a gun. It's a security it's guard. It's possible. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. especially in America. It's very probable. I say as a Canadian. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, <laughs> with no with no experience whatsoever with the sure you do every <laughs> single movie you've seen with a security guard they all have guns. Yeah, but that's more modern stuff. I've never actually like I don't think I've really seen a lot of like seventies style hospital movies where like where we get to see a security. Well, it just means security guards in general yeah. in any. Movie. I think I think like would, mall cops generally don't, but yeah, well they'd have like. Uh, like I think maybe they'd have like again they'd have bigger buff dudes, maybe with like um, some kind of restraining implement. Mm-hmm. Less like you're not trying in a hospital. You're not trying to kill somebody. You're trying to save them. So even the security guards, like yes, that, that even for their safety, like they probably have some kind of way to protect themselves, but not killing the person. Well, yeah, but there's always like but apprehending them. There's always um like situations where someone would come in injured, but they're also an insane murderer or whatever, you know, there has to be. Well, that's also why you have for... sedatives. Well, that's the other thing is like, they usually, would, you, uh, they'd probably use sedatives more than guns. Yeah. And they'd have like, like things that jab people. It's like, uh, hold them down. Yeah. Sleep. I'm not saying like <laughs> yeah. 90% of them are like, if someone acts up, they just get a freaking bullet in the brain. <laughs> yeah. But for those extreme situations like this one, mm-hmm. You would think that they would do something instead of absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think they probably would have had a few, maybe again called security in to try and stop. And then I think it would be more creepy or like dangerous or threat, more of a threat level if like the big brawny guys just got tossed across the room. Yeah, and <laughs> by the small by this by this small mannequin creature. Yeah, and that's another or shortfall happened. to it being a short story. Yeah. All the short stories I read, it's always like if it's interesting enough, the story itself, I want to know more, and there's just not enough there to well, yeah. keep me enthralled. Yep. Yes, on to the movie now. Sure. Yes. Um, yeah. So the short film um, wasn't uh, basically adapted the story to. A video. Um, it follows basically the same thing, although the cat is not a full cat. Um, yeah. In fact, she comes into the into the uh, hospital. I'm not even sure if they based it off of like a 70, 70s uh, style like. Uh, it looked modern. It kind of looked well. That's the other thing. Seventies is fairly modern. Like would have looked fairly yeah. modern too. Um, and I didn't actually check to see if any of the patients or any of the people in the waiting room were actually on phone, cell phones or anything like that. But um, she comes into the into the hospital. Same kind of thing. Deal bloodied, everybody's looking at her weird and, like, freaking out because she looks kind of odd. Like, her eyebrows are shaved and she's just completely expressionless. Um, but she doesn't have the, the cat in her mouth, or at least that's what initially, and then she, like, starts, like, choking a bit, and then she pulls out, like, this small bit of what I assume is, like, a, a morsel of cat flesh. Or maybe the head of a cat or something like that, and she, like, throws it to the ground. It's, and then You couldn't really see what it was. As soon as it drops, everyone freaks out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's, like, put into the uh, uh, the one room, mm-hmm. and the doctor comes in, and uh, one of the nurses just run, just noops the fuck out. Um, and the other ones are freaking out because I, she's not entirely human. I actually liked the, um, the doctor-nurse, like... Like that when when we see the doc when we, when we meet the doctor for the first time like their little conversation there mm-hmm. it was actually some pretty decent ad, uh, ad, acting I thought like it was actually some pretty decent like um, performance yeah um, and then he goes in to talk to her and then they they put straps on her um, <laughs> which <laughs> oh those straps <laughs> um, yeah. 
And then um, she, like, they go to like start the sedative, and like she starts freaking out. They hold her down, and uh, she then opens her mouth with no teeth or no no sharp teeth or anything like that, just basically normal. Yeah, you couldn't even see any teeth, and not until like she basically is over him, because um, then you actually can see some of the teeth. They're kind of blackened and bloodied, or from like the bite. <laughs> but then, yeah, she he bite she bites out uh, like part of his like neck, um, and like he's on the ground, some of that. And then she like does she whispers to him, "I am God." And then she proceeds to basically just walk out of the room and do the same move to every person because like two or three like security guys plus a cop, and they all basically just like. They kind of wait in line for her to like eat her, yeah. or for, for her to bite her them in the neck. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's Bruce Lee rules. Like, okay, well, I'll attack him now. I'll attack him now. Was, I'll attack him. <laughs> you'll actually appreciate this because I actually kind of got the. Uh, I, I, it's maybe because I've been playing Wolfenstein uh, two uh, recently, but it kind of reminded me of like just doing basically melee combos because melee in that game like is an insta kill. Um, if you can get, and so basically it's just like have like a lineup of like guys like shooting at you, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like that, like just a combo of melee attack, of melee gore, uh, like kill yeah, attacks. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Except just, in that game, the enemies would be doing something to try to stop you. Yeah, and meanwhile, yeah, and like, they're just... The cop had the gun out. Yeah. Like the, and they're like, no. <laughs> like, meanwhile, she's like, Matt Chow, like, she's taking a bite out of this guy, then she's taking yeah. a bite out of that guy. Wish I learned how to operate the safety. Oh, God, why? <laughs> why would it shoot? Yeah. I, just got out of the, I just got out of the police academy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Officer Gutenberg didn't tell me about this kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was going to be fun. Anyway. His Mahoney. He's a go by his actor name. That's <laughs> uh, because I couldn't remember Mahoney's name. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, He's only the main character. It's understandable. Uh, it's not like I've watched. I've binge watched four of those movies. No, of course not. Um. Yeah, like. My problem with this movie, or the short film, mm-hmm. and again, I understand budgets are a thing, but you couldn't have gotten some, like, have suddenly have her, like, you couldn't have cut, um, like, when she goes to open her mouth and, like, cut to have her suddenly have giant, jagged teeth. Like, I mean, like, her mouth is like, just completely black. Yeah. It seems yeah. like a really good space to use for CGI. <laughs> CGI, or again, like, kind of, like, have her, like... Uh, or a practical prop. Again, have a practical, like like... Hell, the wraiths from Stargate Atlantis, um, their teeth, their giant, jagged, like, weird, like, bur- like small, like, scaled-down Baraka teeth mm-hmm. were just basically, like, chompers, like, 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 like uh, co- uh, cosmetic dentures, kind of. Yeah. Or not cosmetic dentures, like, like basically they were, like, like Dracula fangs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how hard would it have been to, like, fa- like take some, like, some Dracula fang uh, teeth or something from a, from, like, a Halloween store, and then, like... Tweak them out to be a little bit more creepy looking. Yeah, but that'd be only two teeth. No, no, actually, uh, some I'm, will uh, have like more jagged teeth. Oh, do they? Yeah, like an entire row. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, like like. It well, but again, been... as you said, it's budget. I mean, yeah, so... no, I, I get budgets yeah. are a thing and some of that. I just think that would have been a little bit more coherent to the story that you're adapting to have the like because those teeth thing were mentioned in the story. They are kind of a, a reason why like she like ripped this guy's like jugular out. Yeah. Um. Because they had enough budget to do like the blood effects really well. Yeah, like the, like his like. Ooh, yeah, man, yeah, like that worked really well. So you figure that they. So the audience at home, I was I was pantomiming like blood just coming out of like the side of his mm-hmm. neck, because <laughs> I just realized I was just pantomiming it. But yeah, not... visual jokes don't work on audio yeah. recording. Um, you got to be going like. So yeah, like oh god, 
I, I liked it. That it was, it was up to. A, there were parts of this of the short film I enjoyed, but on a whole, it wasn't as creepy as the story we read. I thought anyway. Yeah. Well, it's because without the teeth, it literally just looks like an insane person. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's no. I was just gonna say, there's no like weirdness or potential demon or yeah. something unhuman like, to it. You know, she's creepy. Like they got that spot on when she was like um, when she was just like mouth shut and just emotionless, uh, like expressionless. Like she, they got that. Like she's a creepy person to look at in the uh, in the video in the show. In fact, I even remember like looking at like like typing in expressionless short film and like going on to YouTube and seeing the title little like splash card, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> um, but. Also, I think um, the uh, part where like she's just ki- like killing all the people in the, the hallway. I honestly think it would have been a better move to not show that and just to show like just to hear screams and like the deaths and gunfire and show and, ju- and just have it have it placed on the on the on the nurse in the corner that's freaking out. Yeah, like maybe you'd have some blood splat yeah. a little bit. So to let the audience think, or like speculate, or like uh, imagine what the fuck's going on off off camera, because that's how you do a good creepy scene in a movie, is that you let the audience spec like figure out, or like you let the audience's um, theater of the mind like what the fuck is going on, because anything like that you pr- put on the screen better be really creepy, otherwise it's not going to work for a horror story for a mm. horror film. Because where we show, that's hundred percent what it is. Exactly. Like, but you don't want to sometimes do that with horror films or even horror media because the scariest thing that a, that a viewer can see is what's in their mind when they're just getting part of the image or part mm-hmm. of the part of the scene. Or um, if you want to explain why the cop didn't shoot, have it a close up on the cop watching the people get murdered in front of them, and then all of a sudden you just see like the top of her head come in and bite him in the neck. Yeah. Or um, again, like even. Um, another, if you don't want to have like again him actually unload like do even like unload a prop gun because obviously it's just a prop prop thing. Um, again to have it cut back, having it focusing on the nurse for, like watching what's happening out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Have gun like have the sounds of gunshots going off and like a fl- maybe even some flashes, and people are still screaming and she's still going and killing yeah. everybody. So, and then like cut back to them and they're just all on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like that's you don't you never want I I think that's I honestly think that scene would have been better if you got saw her heading toward the victims, cut to the act the the nurse witnessing it but us not seeing it but just hearing everything that's going on maybe some blood splashes some flashes from the gunshots yeah and then cut back to that scene and they're just all on the ground I was like what the fuck just happened because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be like holy shit how'd you do it? and then your mind's formulating what's happening because it's it's basically an aid for your own creative creative mm-hmm. uh, mind yeah um. And yeah, aside from the uh, the, uh, the the lack of actual like monster teeth, Didn't, yeah, everything else like, I, for the most part, everything else was pretty good. It was just that like kind of, and it was it was kind of a lit down actually. The uh, when the monster finally got to action mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, anything else from you guys for the story for the short film? Uh, my issue is at the beginning. And those people seemed way too happy to be in a hospital. <laughs> yeah. But like the first ten I mean, seconds what, before what if, she shows up, they're just, oh, so happy. What if they're all expecting kids? They're all parents just waiting for their spouse to get out of the, 
or there was a huge 50 car pileup. And um, <laughs> these are, oh no, hang on, the, these are, this is all the family all hearing that everyone is going to be okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> they just need to recover, and the girl's like, oh, thank God, they're all going to be, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And she comes strolling in. I also, I, I, honestly, when I read the story, I pictured her like, did she actually go into the, was she, was she found outside, just outside the, the doors of the hospital, or was she inside the hospital at that point? She walked in. Okay, pretty sure. For some reason, I, I pictured it like really just like being just outside the emergency. Uh, the well, emergency. They appeared in the hospital. Okay. And then See, she teleportation. I, know, I, I, yeah. I I pictured like for some reason I imagined the uh, the scene like the setup for that scene was that she was just outside at, at night, maybe possibly some raining. Um, again, at theatrics. Again, theater. Thunder. Not, theater <laughs> well, not, not so much thunder. Just like some moody, like dark, uh, like theming. And then, like, yeah, just, like, some paramedics, like, uh, just at the front door having smoke and just, like, seeing her, like, walk out of the shadows yeah. with the cat in her mouth and just, like, throw it into a bush or something like that. Or, like... I assume she walked straight in with the cat in her yeah, mouth I guess that would and then good. was standing in the emergency room, like, at the receptionist, spat it out, and then fell over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work, too. That's what I, um, and again, what I like, envisioned. Yeah, no, and that's, again, this could also be me, like, fabricating a shotgun, because I... You totally misread that, but it's, or, or totally mis mis uh, portrayed that then based off of the, what was written. But I, I could go either way. Like I like what I what I saw. That's the thing. Like it doesn't say what it is. So this part is all open to interpretation. It yeah. just says they appeared. This this monster could have appeared at like the sixth floor of a hospital. It just says appeared. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's because I'm thinking realistically, it would walk in the front door. And I'm assuming it's not going to be able to walk through the hospital without someone well, jumping yeah. it. See, and I'm, I'm thinking both theatrically and I guess also kind of realistically because, like, she he, she appeared at the at the, at the hospital. Well, I, you don't say inside the hospital, so I just kind of pictured, like, again, encountered by paramedics out, 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 just outside the doors of the hospital. And then were brought in. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but let me say this. Yeah, no, no, I, Am I at your house? Yes. <laughs> we are in your house. Yes. It's the English language. <laughs> it's the English language. Yeah. It's also, again, everybody's got a different yeah. um, theater of the mind. Like, we all have different takes on things. Mm-hmm. So, um, Now, here's a question to you. Uh, do you think either or, like, the fact that we both had different ideas for this instance, do you think that's a bad thing or a good thing? Or does it matter? I don't think it matters too much because the way that you saw and the way I saw it are so similar. Yeah, it's just... But here, <laughs> you saw it a few feet further in. <laughs> well, well yeah. but that, because that's one thing. It Doesn't it say that people, like, run away and leave yeah, when she collapses? That could be just outside as well, yeah. How many people are waiting outside? I mean, people could be coming in, like, again, uh, people, like, people, staff working there and stuff like that, or people, like, just leaving. It's like, ah, what the fuck? I don't know, just because of... People witnessing it, like multiple people, I assume she was inside. Okay. Because when when you go to the emergency room, there's the receptionist, there's all the people waiting to be um, to be taken, and then... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> and then Liam Neeson shows up to try to, find, yeah. to, to stop him from being taken. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so is that what you were thinking? Or no? Well, I'm just quickly reading it here, and uh, there are two things that cause people who saw her... To vomit and flee in terror. There's a stink lack of vomit in the short film. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> budget, budget cuts. 
<laughs> they could have totally had that one guy who was just like sitting there and like looking at like instead of him just rushing out, he's like vomits as it as the the captain gets dropped down. They could have been vomiting while running away. Yeah. Maybe some guy slipped on his own vomit and then he had to be brought back in. Conveniently he was at the hospital, so we didn't have to go far. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I guess uh, do you guys have anything else to say about the short film or uh, or is that, sorry, I just <laughs> rolled with that one thing you said. I just kept going. Yeah, you said one thing, so that's all you're gonna say, right? Yeah. So the issues that I had were with in the videos that not being a cat, more of a hairball. Yeah, it's like like a hairball. That's not that scary. Then it's got bone in it. It's yeah. Like, Ugh. But a cat is much more effective. Although, yeah. how you would do that in a video without CGI. Um, or, no, it could, it could be like, um, I mean, it would take a little bit of like uh, prop work, but you could probably make a plushie of some kind um, look like a dead cat. Again, it would take a little bit of work. It wouldn't, uh, otherwise, it would look like fake as fuck, but yeah. it wouldn't be that hard to like even make, like again, like Beanie Babies do have like kind of the same kind of... Um, like when you drop a ragdoll effect as like say a dead animal, because they are like they have enough weight to them. I don't and, like, think you can make a beanie baby look real. <laughs> oh, maybe not beanie baby, but I mean like again like use the same kind of like method like have like a plush or like the well plush like, animals uh, not plush not plush. I mean I mean a stuffed animal like a a stuffed animal that's supposed to look like a cat or something like that. I'm I'm, I'm just saying like it, with enough blood and enough like prop work done to like something you could make a cat prop. Yes, but again, it comes down to budget. Exactly, we don't know the yeah. budget of the, the yeah. short yeah. films. So. They apparently only had enough for, like, a meatball. <laughs> it's a very effective yeah. meatball. It gets the point across, but yeah. yeah. And my other issue was the restraints. <laughs> the, the, they seem like the most ineffective <laughs> restraints ever. Like, just, I do think those are what they used for restraints back in the day, though. <laughs> Well, do you know any different? I, I, I did some Google searches, and okay. I couldn't find those specific restraints. I saw hand restraints, and uh, straitjacket restraints, and okay, so a lot of other ways to restrain people. So when you restrain people, they knew how to restrain people. Also, <laughs> again, not to... So, in the image, like that is uh, in the story... She's on a normal hospital bed. Yeah, and they may have restrained her. Wrist. No, 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 no. I, that's not getting at. However, in the movie, in the short film, she's on this like, was it a bed that was just pulled up, or was it just like some weird chair that she was on? Chair bed. Uh, some kind of chair bed. The How chair. hard would it have been to do something like that <laughs> to have like to, to to mimic the 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 image from the story? Well, because of the restraints they used, they needed a chair. Apparently. Gosh. <laughs> 1970s hospital restraints. I'm assuming if you, like if they filmed in an actual hospital, would they yeah. just be able to have access to a bed to use for the filming as well, or? Well, but they probably didn't film in the hospital. Yeah, they probably shot. Well, they might they might have shot it somewhere. They filmed it. They in probably a shot it like somewhere. Okay, so here, uh, Mikey. Yeah, wrist restraints. Also, look at the belt. The, that that one that goes over the bed. Yeah, but that's 
It's, also, it looks very a lot looks, more restraining than what they true. used. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they probably should have like gotten like they have the human, they have the they had the body restraint belts, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have any like arm or like, and they used the same body restraint for the legs. Yeah, which there's a reason why you use the same kind of arm restraints on the legs, so yeah. that you can't slip out of them like she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, like, the other way to think about it is this isn't just a normal person. No, yeah. It's a monster with potentially superhuman yeah, strength. But you're still going to treat them like a normal person. Yeah. And give them the same restraint. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but So, I mean, I'm sure they probably couldn't figure out how to get out of the restraint, so they're just like, let's do a half assed job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, again, the whole idea in the story was that, like, they tried to hold her down while they put the sedative on her, or did the sedative. Yeah. So it's like, why why wasn't she restrained at that point? Yeah, yeah. I figured, isn't the proper, well, at least the way I would think proper procedure would be, if you're going to, you start by holding them down if they resist, yeah. then you wait on the sedatives, you tie them down, and then you do it, right? Yeah, because, again, like, she did not react hostily until they tried to sedate her. Mm-hmm. Like they, she was fine being put in the bed and stuff of that, and like so, it seemed like she was fine being having restraints on her in the in the movie in the short film anyway. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was actually brought up that she was like restrained like that in the story. I don't, I don't think recall. so. Well, she was restrained um, by nurse by by two nurses, I think. But that might have been. Uh, I think you're just thinking the picture. Yeah, the doctors thought it would be best to restrain her until the authorities would arrive, and she did not protest. Yeah, so. That old time in the world. Yeah. Also, that, like, reading that, I would have assumed that she would have been, like, restrained, like, with, like, how they restrain people in the hospitals, which yeah. is, like, through those... Yeah, so, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, that was my main issue beyond the non-sharp teeth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which we've already touched on. Yeah. All right. And then the whole video... Uh, it it to me seemed to be there just for a jump scare, like what when they restrained her and when they're about to sedate her at that point, like I knew, yeah, she was gonna start moving, but it was still the way they executed it was more of a jump scare. I mean, yeah, because I think well, part of it plays on like the fact that like people who know who've read the story know what's about to fucking happen. Yeah. And people, but there are going to be some of the people in the audience who have not read the story. And so, are probably still going to know what's going to happen because they're not idiots and they've, they've watched a horror movie or two. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a com, it, it, it played on a lot of common horror movie, um, tricks. Okay. Anyway. Do you have anything to say? Uh, I don't know. I mean, pretty much everything I've wanted to say, I've chimed in and mentioned. Like, um, I agree that the monster needs teeth, otherwise it kind of just looks like a human that's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And showing the teeth shows how we, why the throat ripping was so easy. Mm-hmm. Because she's not MacGruber, after all, with the throat rips. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. I don't know what you're referencing. MacGruber! Okay, I've never watched MacGruber. It's a parody of MacGyver. I, I know what it is, but I've never, <laughs> never seen it. His, his trademark move is throat ripping. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. He just kind of goes like... Just, like, rips it right back. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Um, yeah, um... 
if the monster had teeth, either by CGI or by some practical um, jaw thing that would look good, then that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, having the, the cops shoot would be smirt. Uh, if you can't do that with the um, with actual a prop gun showing it being shot, then just do it like what we were talking about. We'll have it pan to some other character. Yeah. Either the the surviving nurse or the the cop that's in fear, <laughs> or even better, like just have it up, like have it kind of just go to like the dead body of like the the dead doctor's bought like lifeless eyes, yeah, and just hearing in the background to create that a more unsettling atmosphere with like just watching a dead body. It's like this it. is what's happening. You seeing this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It wasn't the best executed adaptation to a short film. Like we've we've seen better. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, it didn't copy everything, but it still got the same point across. You know, it didn't fail. It 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 did get it did take the basic elements, but it didn't go a little bit far. It didn't feel as scary as the story. Is really what it was, or it didn't? Have Is that the, because the story spoiled you though? No. No, it's not because of the story. Like, I mean, like the the whole ending. And the thing was, the imagery in the in the short film felt a little like, yeah, she was initially creepy, but she wasn't creepy enough in the rest of the in the rest of the video. Hmm. Hmm. Like, I think the teeth thing would have probably worked. I think the the choice of how they shot the final attack or the final like basically the attack escape mm-hmm. was done um, poorly because they showed too much. Yeah. Like, it's really one of those things where, like, again, in horror stories and in horror films, you don't want to show everything. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of them are in dark spaces and so that, because you can't see everything and you're kind of left to, mm-hmm. to think of, like, to just basically come up with stuff on your own. And because you you can come up with the scarier stuff than anything that can be produced on film. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, whatever you show, like, unless you have a huge budget and really good CGI and whatever on your side, then whatever or, you show is going to look too mundane, right? Or less CGI, just more practical effects. Yeah. Because those are usually the scarier things than CGI. Cause well, yeah, but if you're trying to make something look inhuman, there's only, like, certain things you can do to make know, it make look... Up, make up can go a long way. Like, I know, but with some creatures, they have, like, limbs that bend the wrong way. You know, you can't do that. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's certain things that... Practical effects can't do. Granted, I love practical effects. I hate CGI, but there's certain times when you need it. Yeah, you need, like... CGI can be used, uh, but has to be used in moderation. But that's a whole different matter entirely. Because the story... I don't think this this short film had any CGI. No, of course not. But But that's another thing. Like, with a short film, compared to movies that have a huge budget, they should use practical as much as they can. But for short films, practical is probably more expensive to do, isn't it? That is true, yeah. So... Um, that's why I kept mentioning CGI, because for a short film, it is less expensive to get somewhat the same result. Yeah. And again, it's all about, like, atmosphere. Like, the hospital did seem like a, like, it wasn't quite, it wasn't like an abandoned hospital, but it was dark and kind of brooding enough mm-hmm. that I think it probably could have got a little bit darker once, like, she started attacking me, but, like, the lights started flickering or something like that, or the lights started, like, dimming. To add that a little bit more to it, but is that just too much of a trope of uh, horror, I mean, though? Not really. But Would you have complained if that happened? No, I probably wouldn't have. Mm. Um, but that's the thing; it, it's something that happened in a hospital. Hospitals are generally very bright, very white, but this horrible thing is happening in there. Yeah, 
But I mean, well, actually, not entirely. Like there's sterile lights and stuff like that. But like sometimes, I don't know if you like. I've gone to uh, the one lo- one of the local hospitals in the last couple of years, and it's not a bright place. Like they have a couple of uh, like areas that are or the lighting is actually fairly dim in the hallways and stuff. Oh, yeah. And they've only got like spotlights and stuff like in some of the rooms. Like that, that was actually a fairly dark <laughs> um, hospital or facility. Like all things considered, like a very dim and muted light and color and stuff. Um. Yes, Mikey. I'm just envisioning flood lamps in the room. It's like, who does number two? <laughs> I thought I was getting my appendix out. Who does number two? I don't know. She just said that the first thing I thought of was Austin Bowers. Who does number two work for? That's it. You show that to who's boss. <laughs> And he's oh, thinking that he's cramming on a huge turd, but he's like holding the assassin in the toilet. <laughs> God. I didn't even realize that's a reference from another movie. Who does another two? What's that? What are you guys referencing? I was referencing Bowers. Bowers Were you? Yeah. Oh, you were, you were like holding the flood lamp. Yeah, yeah, because that's really for the effect of our. Was it like an interrogation? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cause. I figured that was from something else. Where like in some movie, some dude grabs a flood lamp. It's like, who's number two work for? No. Okay. Anyway. I didn't know if there's a reference to that reference, or if it's just a reference to the reference that I was referencing. Okay. Recommendations? For the short story and, I guess, the short film? Um, I liked... I found the the image they used was creepy and effective. Most of the story was well-fitted for the image... I'd recommend the the story, though I still think the there could be some improvements on the ending of it. Um, and then for the short film, no, honestly, really? probably better off with the story. Just reading the story and looking, checking out, and seeing that creepy like nightmare fuel image they have. Um, I will say some of the stills from the movie are are creepy, or just as creepy as the the image we have in the. Because like when I Googled, when I Google imaged um, uh, the expressionless, a lot of imi- a lot a lot some a, a good chunk of the images were from were screen caps of the the short film, and mm-hmm. those were creepy because of her freaking face. But they, yeah, the film itself, like there were some good performances, but there wasn't. Um, it, it had some issues in terms of adapting it, so that or so yeah, I won't recommend the the short film. Alright, I'm going to start with the video. I'll just say, if you want a jump scare, potentially, give it a watch. Otherwise, stay away. Yeah. And then, for the actual story, it, to me, doesn't stay long enough to really get creepy. Because, to me, mannequins aren't that creepy. Well, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. And I think that's probably because here in Canada we had a TV show called Today's Special. I hated that sto- that movie. Or the, I hated because you have a fear of mannequins. Yeah, because <laughs> I, think it's, I think it started my fear of mannequins. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. It's a bit of mannequin that comes to life because of a magical hat. And it teaches you that mannequins are people, too. Mm-hmm. That need to be burnt. <laughs> I'm purged from the earth. <laughs> So yeah, it, just 
Not creepy. Alright. And gamer? Oh, that's me. Um, well, the, I'm going to agree with you on most points there, Cultus, because the, uh, the picture's effective, I agree. Um, especially if this was something released to, like, if someone saw this picture in the 70s, even more so, it'd be super creepy. If it was, like, something out of the 70s, like, good God, that's nightmare fuel, like, for a whole generation. (laughs) Um, but, like, I, I, I'm not, I'm just not. I, we don't have all the we don't have all the information, um, or we didn't look it up, or <laughs> that is as to if this image was like a fabrication, a recent fabrication, or if it was indeed a photo found from like the seventies. And here's the thing that just makes me think about it now: if this, if we're going on the, if we're trying to stay in the lore that this is an actual picture from the seventies, and this is something that happened, who took this picture and for what purpose? Yeah. Does really? someone just go into every single room and take a picture of the the person whoever's the uh, the new patient coming in? Or it's like, oh man, you guys got to see this shit. Click. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure should like, be fine with that. Yeah, like. I'm sure almost, almost kind of like maybe there should have been some kind of like offhanded reference about that in the story. Like one of the nurses took a photo, or like maybe one of the uh, maybe one of the cops showed up early to take and like or like took a, took the person's like photo or something like that. I don't know. It's not this day and age when everyone has a camera on them. No, that's true. But I mean, like, that's what I'm trying to think of, like, somebody who, in that time period, that would, like, for evidence or something like that, like, oh, this is some creepy shit. Sure. The, or, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think cops would have a camera on them, honestly. That's true, yeah. I they mean, yeah, for investigations, maybe. Yeah. But there's no investigation going on right now. That's true, yeah. Well, it'd be a reporter. Yeah, or, yeah, it could have been, like, maybe there was a reporter in the in the hospital. But that then that should have been the person that was... That was tell that that dubbed it the expressionless and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's kind of a actually that's kind of a plot hole. <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> Who the hell took this photo? Yeah. <laughs> Why I mean, was it not mentioned in the story? There could have been a reporter there for some other reason, getting some other story, and then this thing comes in. It's like, uh, hang on a here's minute. A, ah, here's a good, here's about a here's about a star that I have planned. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he snuck in, took the picture, and then um, they wouldn't let him ask any questions or talk to the person, so he's like, okay, I'll just go away for now, I'll finish this other story, and I'll try to get back there later. And then all of a sudden, all the killing starts happening, so he hides, then all the murdering ha- happens, and then he gets out and he finds the survivor and it's gets like, her retelling what of the happened? story. What happened? The expressionless came. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then gets her retelling of the story and puts yeah. it down on paper. So yeah, that would have been a good but, kind of explanation. Well, that would be interesting if they wrote it down like it was an actual newspaper article. Yeah. 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 That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity there. Yeah, a little, a little bit, bit. Yeah, because uh, otherwise, like right now, like the image, the photo did not actually happen. It was really, it's really just a, an aid for the the story. Like it's just basically an inspiration for the story. Or yes, like to help better visualize just how creepy she looked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess if honestly, I'd, I'd be interested to see if like Ivy Sir was the creator of the photo, or if, she, or if they found it, um, or. If, and if it is indeed from the seventies, or if it's just a random uh, photo they found online, or what have you, yeah. So if you're out there and you're listening, and you've not just turned this off in disgust, uh, by all means, get back to us on that. <laughs> you, you hold yourself at such high standards. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I just like I don't know. Like we do say some pretty criticizing things about stories in this. 
hey man, the stories are there. We see them the way we see them. Okay. And these are our opinions, and our opinions alone. Yeah. They do not change the story for what it is. If you see it, yeah, we're not, to, we're, we're not entirely. Yeah, we're we're just recommending based off our opinions. We're not trying to change someone's mind. So what was that? That was specifically all about the picture. Okay, so <laughs> for the story itself, um, I went in there wanting. Well, when I was a few paragraphs in, I was wanting to know why this creature was doing this. Yeah, and it's another thing that wasn't said, and that's like I said before. Another downfall of really, really short pastas is not enough information told. So, for me, it's just some weird creature that's killing people for reasons. Yeah. Or it's... Well, it does say it's literally feeding on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's also what she, what the uh, person that knows nothing about it, the nurse, is witnessing. Yeah. So, unless she's physically watching the creature rip flesh and eat it, then it still looks kind of the same, you know? What if the reason is because it's killing supernatural entities that can move from host to host? So it was in the cat, and then it moved to a human, which is why it dropped the cat, and then it was just waiting for the doctor to come by, because it moved to that one doctor. Why would she be (laughs) killing all the other people as well? Because it keeps moving. So it's supernatural tag. Yeah. Keeps, she's always just one step, a step, a, the, the, the thing that's tr- uh, traveling between host to host is just one step ahead of her every time. And that's why all the others aren't trying to do anything well, to attack them. Yeah, and that's why she doesn't do a coup de gras, because it's already moved on. Then why does she taunt it saying I'm God? Maybe she has a superiority complex over the, the parasite thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to say, I'm, I am your better. I am God. You. I can destroy. I birthed you into this world and I can destroy you. Maybe it's a, maybe she's trying to correct a, a mistake she made. By murdering an entire hospital. Yes. <laughs> Which is not a bigger mistake at all. For the greater way. good. For <laughs> the greater good. Such a simple. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Probably just a crazy monster that's murdering people. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. Because it's so short, we don't know. You could it's be also, right for all we know. It's also, yeah, we, we, we may not never be able to understand her, her thought processes because she's that alien to us. And after all, she's never seen again. Yeah. By our eyes, at least. <laughs> yeah, I might have to call the rake and see if he knows anything about her. Well, he would have all the information, right? Clearly. Because, okay. like, they would see this car- this creature because that's their job. Well, she might be part of the SNTF if she's taking up... Murdering a hospital? (laughs) Well, she's collateral damage. Well, this was before she joined. Uh Uh-huh. And she was trying to take on a supernatural entity on her own. Uh Uh-huh. And doing a horrible job. So, (laughs) the way I'm getting out of this is that she's like like the Justicar, Samara, from from Mass Effect 2, who is always after um, uh, the Ardot Yakshi. And if anybody gets in her way, they die. <laughs> like, because she's bound by a code that is higher than any other law. So, like, she is bound by her own law and code that anybody else is expendable. You know, if, if they get into the, if they have, if they create an obstacle between her. and So the SNTF gave her a license to kill, essentially, to get no, 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 her job done. Then she was like... recruited into the uh, into the NS. 
TF. Um, SNTF. And what? S. SNTF. Supernatural. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry I don't know your mythos 100%. You should. <laughs> um, much like Shepard took in Samara to, into his group of uh, to hunt down the, uh, the collectors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then they gave her like some some more uh, things to to <laughs> really to work to work against uh, to work for her in her goals. Stop hunting down this this weird parasite that we do not have any information about whatsoever. Yeah. And that's why she was never seen again because she is so, <laughs> It's the expressionless going after the informationless. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's the that's the sequel to the story. Is the information? <laughs> yeah. God, what the fuck? We have fun here. Uh, all right, so but on the movie, yeah. Um, I don't really agree with you guys as much to say that. Like, you guys both seem to generally hate it. Yeah, I just it wasn't as good as it could have been to me. Well, nothing's as good as it could have been. There's always I don't know, man. potential. The keyhole, the keyhole short film was really good. <laughs> I think I'm also so. It also could be that we're me and Mikey are holding it to a higher standard because of mm-hmm. because of a single short uh, film adaptation we saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, without knowing the budget of them, yeah, I think they did a good job. Without, like, again, without knowing the budget, if they couldn't do a full realistic dead cat, if they couldn't do Proper looking fangs. They couldn't do muzzle flash on a on a prop gun. Or, they did a good or job. just film direction kind of thing. They did a good job, notwithstanding the the restraints, of course. Yeah. But um, other than that, they did a good job. If that is their budget. Mm. Yeah. And another thing, uh, the video calls it an urban legend. Yeah. And then in the credit it says, thanks, creepy pasta, as an actual person's name. What? Wow. <laughs> so they didn't, they didn't credit it properly. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't credit it at all. Well, they, they, I'm pretty sure it doesn't say Ivy Sir or the actual guy's name in the credits. Oh. In that case, Axor, use be... your tentacle whip and <laughs> get them to pay. <laughs> Give you royalties. God. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, like, also, to be fair, like, I, I, I assume Ivy Sir is the, is the creator of this story because they were the ones credited on Creepbuster Wiki, and Creepbuster Wiki is generally pretty good at citing mm-hmm. who made them, and also, like, it's on, like, when you go to his, like, blog thing of, like, stories that he's written, he does say that the expressionless is his story. Yeah. We're talking about the short film though. No, I know. I'm just, I mean, I'm talking about citing it. Like I'm, I'm just covering my own ass <laughs> of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the one that cited. If it's not, um, I will more than happy, more than happy to correct our, um, our crediting issue. But either way, the, yeah. the actual story, the yeah. written story is credited fine. It's just apparently the video isn't. Yeah. The video didn't credit the, they're just like, Oh, thanks. Creepypasta general. <laughs> yeah. And calling it an urban legend, which yeah, I mean, urban legends are kind of the the um, the, the originators of creepypasta. Like creepypastas are just basically urban legends online, except they are more like they are. We we know who originated the urban legends is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like they are now cyber legends, or they are mm-hmm. internet legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
like we know like Slenderman actually for the most part has a has a a cre- as a founder like like he does like there was actually a, a person who originally um came out with the, with the images the the initial images that came out of that created Slenderman's mythos yeah um just as there was one for uh Jeff the Killer or uh Abandoned by Disney with Slime Beast um like they're basically urban legends the only difference between urban legend and the creep pasta is that we we technically know the person who started the legend Whereas generally urban yeah. legends are harder to find the the source, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say creepy bosses would be any better if there was no source. No, not no. Like I think because they could also be taken advantage of a little bit more. Yeah, than they already. Unfortunately, they already are because that's the other issue with like the big issue like nowadays with creep bosses is get is you want to like the the person who wrote the original story needs to get credited because mm-hmm. people are taking advantage of that. Yeah, totally. Um. That is kind of a dick move if they didn't do that. Yeah. So long story short, if you're <laughs> wanting to credit something, if you're wanting to do something based on something, make sure to credit your source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just copying a story to share with someone, put the the credit in there where credit's due because yeah. for most of these, also, if not all of them, there's a, a passion involved in yeah. writing them and they generally, genuinely enjoy what they're doing and they put love in what they're writing. Yeah, like yeah again, that's generally because some of them are a little looser on that than others, but, you know, credit is deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also pretty sure Ivysir is the one because uh, I remember looking down, like, Ivysir, by Ivysir, and then, like, there's, like, a copyright code mm-hmm. on there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of them are doing that nowadays to protect them because, again, the reader, the... As as kind of handy as the reading one, the the YouTube readers have been, like they've also mm-hmm. now kind of become, basically just I'm gonna read this yeah. and make money off of it and not cite the person who wrote the story. That's yeah. basically plagiarism. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, so basically it is. No, it is. Pl- yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is straight up plagiarism. Even um, if they don't say that I wrote this, if they don't say who wrote it, it's automatically assumed that they did. Yeah, or like they're yeah they're basically making money off of somebody else's work and that's just not really mm-hmm. that's not cool no well, there's one that we had a while ago where in the comments they was like I did a reading of your creepypasta and, and they so had a link to <laughs> YouTube and they're like please take it down and it was still there it's like yeah. wow mm-hmm. yeah no people are people are at, like <laughs> I don't want to say I'm sure not all the readers are like that but some of those readers are kind of assholes when it comes to like taking down their thing because they want to make that money Mm-hmm. Or they don't like, yeah. It's like it's like it's not your your it's not really your money to make. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you you wrote or you read a story and and like published it on, on or and put it on or and put it on YouTube to entertain some people, but it's not your content. Yeah, like, like I don't really know anything about creepypasta readers or nothing, but I'm gonna going to assume that there's at least someone out there who is specifically doing it just because it's easy money. Oh yeah, no. There's a couple of them that are like from what I've been looking online because it's it's come up a couple, for the last couple of years. Like it's been coming mm-hmm. up more and more. Yeah. Um, like that conflict between author and reader. It's unfortunate because those that read it and want to share it with others, generally, I keep saying the same thing, but either way, they have the same passion that the writer has, and they want to share that and expose it for more people to see. Because not everyone goes on creepypasta dot whatever to find stuff. Yeah. So people are just on YouTube. Oh, well, I just found this. Cool. Oh, well, yeah, and that's actually what like we used to. 
um, I used to suggest readers, but then I real I started realizing that they were kind of taking advantage of people's content. And I was like, maybe I should just stop doing it entirely, like just stop promoting those entirely. Cause mm-hmm. like you should be reading the story. Like, and I'd also don't want to like wrongfully advertise somebody who's plagiarizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, man, this, this, this episode got heavy, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it is kind of a, it is a, an issue that should be addressed. Oh, for <laughs> so, sure. Um, but anyway, so uh, I guess for recommendations, then story recommendations, story not recommendation or doesn't stay long enough. No recommendation, and then story recommendation. Yeah, and then image all around was was creepy. For the most part, like depend, you can see the creepiness. So basically, yeah. tangential creepiness because yeah. it, it really would depend on like if you find mannequins or like uncanny valley stuff creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then short film, I don't recommend it. You don't recommend it. You recommend it. I'm on the fence. I prefer the uh, the story. Yeah, the written story. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, that's, did, I honestly, still think like, they did a good job. If you're gonna, if you are gonna go see the short story, honestly, I would recommend reading the story first to get that. Because mm. again, it's also not that going to take that much time. Yeah, no. it's like literally not even two pages long. Well, <laughs> it, it is literally a page long to read. And that's my point with the the um, video, even too. It's not. It's five minutes. Long. Yeah, it's not going to take up all your day. Even if like if it was bad and it was an hour long, I'm going to say okay, no. But it's short. It follows the um, the points in the story. There's some points that well, literal points, aka teeth that aren't there. But um, but you can't really yeah. Again, like I can't blame them for. I I just like I'm setting. I'm just putting my 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 non recommendation for the video is really just a, because I have a standard for it. Yeah. Because of and your standard like, profession. Well, no, but <laughs> even, like because again, the other one wasn't that wasn't a pro- yeah. wasn't like a major company or anything like that. It was just again another short film, but it was done much more. It was executed much better than this one. And is this that one creepy? Is, uh, pa- sorry, sorry, to cut you off. But um, is that creepy pasta? Um, is the content in that all stuff that can be done easily in real life? A.K.A. no sharp teeth, no dead cats. Technically, yeah, because the red eye thing really wasn't that... Like, I could I could do that on, on one of the programs I have on my computer. See, that's that could be I mean, literally the no, only it's thing. Like, it's just this story has stuff that is a lot harder to get your hands on for a film crew. I, I get you. It's just, again, like, I just... Again, my recommendation, read the story first and then judge if you want to watch a video that might may or may not ruin the story for you. Well, that mm-hmm. should be the way regardless. I don't yeah. any of these, it's better to watch a video Yeah, first. you generally don't want to watch... It's like watching a, a, an adaptation of a movie. You generally don't want to watch the movie first and then read the story. That being because, said, I saw Lord of the Rings first. Yeah, yeah <laughs> And then I haven't yeah. read the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, actually, I actually did sit down and read uh, The Hobbit first. Yeah. Uh, before seeing the movies. The, <laughs> read the Hobbit first before seeing the movies. <laughs> really yeah. should not have been three movies. No. There was not that two movies probably would have done it, but yeah. they could they they literally added things that the movie, the story did not the novel did not have and did not need, like yeah. a romance. Yeah, <laughs> feel like we're getting sidetracked though. Yeah, I know we are. <laughs> so yeah, um, tangential recommendation for both, I guess. Yeah, really. Um, but that's much. just our opinion. So take it as you will. Uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr, 
you can check. Uh, you can uh, give us uh, send us some messages on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Dance for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. Gamer Yellow's on Xbox Live at the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W because Xbox hates them. Uh, you can also leave us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can leave us suggestions for creep process you'd like us to discuss on the show. Also, if you'd like to check out the title cards for each episode, they're on t- uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com or on YouTube on, at aldente rigamortis with the video segment of each episode. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, go to Patreon and look up aldente rigamortis. We have backer tiers for... Uh, behind-the-scenes content, early access, extra episodes. You can check out whichever one you want and support us whichever one you want, and we will be grateful. And to our patrons that are already supporting us, thank you immensely. You are helping keep the hosting bills at bay. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I am Mikey, the East Hands are Evil. And I am the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. He's a cosmic being, you asshole. Oh, God. What a revelation! Also, ew. Yes. (laughs)